Welcome into the Elijah Molden Draft Profile Pod, sponsored by Football and Other F-Words. My name is Zach Lyons. You can follow me on Twitter at F-WordsPod. That's my current. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike Miracles. Elijah Molden was picked in the third round with their with their compensatory pick, pick 100. What a steal this was. This was probably, I would say, any draft analyst's favorite pick. I mean, universally loved, universally praised, Justin Mello included. One of the biggest steals of the draft. Does this value make up for the lack of value with Monty Rice, in your opinion? To, to some degree, right? I mean, you would yeah. love for them all to be uh, value picks, but um, Molden certainly stands out. Uh, you know, in, in a, a lot of people had him as a top 60 uh, type player, second round guy, uh, and you end up getting him at the very end of the third. Um, so big, big time value for the Titans and a guy that, you know, after the Farley pick, I wasn't sure that they double dip at corner. Um, but the the value here, I'm guessing, was just too too much for them to turn down. Um, and and it's it's easy to see why, right? I mean, this guy to me, and, and I know it's it's it may seem forced to to comp him to a Titans player, but to me, he's like a, a slightly shorter Logan Ryan. Um, you know, that's kind of the way he plays. He's he's not a burner. Um, and he's only the reason he was available that late is likely he's five, nine and a half and he has, has short arms. Um, but the dude just makes plays all over the football field. He's instinctive. He's always in the right place. He's tough. He's a great tackler. Um, he can play in the slot. He can play safety smart kid uh, was the unquestioned leader of, of that Washington defense. And I know a lot of people in this area don't necessarily follow Washington football super closely, but Washington has had one of the best defenses in, in college football uh, for the last few years. And, and Molden was their, their best player, uh, you know, on that defense and the leader of that defense. So I think you're getting off the charts, intangibles, leadership qualities, uh, you know, instincts, film study, all that stuff is off the charts. The only downside to him is he's a little on the small side and a little and not, you know, super fast. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's a guy you can plug in and, and find a role for right away. And whether that's uh, competing at the, the slot corner spot with Christian Fulton or whether that's, um, you know, maybe maybe sliding into that, third safety role that that Amani Hooker uh, filled the last couple seasons with Hooker moving into more of a, a every down type safety uh, role in, in 2021. Man, I, I think he's going to get on the field. I think he's going to play a good bit. And I think he's going to be an instant impact guy that you're getting right at the end of the third round, which is great. So if you, and I agree with you, I mean, you're talking about a guy that, the, the slot corner position is now just a starter in today's NFL, right? I mean, yeah. that is an important part of this, of this team, but you're talking about a team that now has Jack rabbit that now has Caleb Farley that now has Christian Fulton. So those three would technically be your, your starters, you would think. And so Elijah Molden's weakness would be besides his athletic profile, which we'll get to later is, the, the, the role that you have defined for him. And I'm looking at his career snaps and he, he 74% of his career snaps come in the slot. 
and he only transitioned to safety in, I believe, the last game of the 2020 regular season. So he does not have a lot of experience as a safety. Well, well one one thing I know, and in, in this come, I you know, I'm a Texas alum, and so I followed yeah. Texas football, and and they hired Pete Kwiatkowski, who was the defensive coordinator at Washington in the last few years, and Kwiatkowski cross trains all of like his slot corners and safeties are all one position group. So as far as training and practice and stuff like that, all of his slot corners and all of his safeties are interchangeable to him. So he he, tweeted that out yet. I have not, but I, I I mean, you're just sitting on a bevy of information, keeping (laughs) it to yourself. Cause that's, I think that's a, that's a good thing to say about Elijah Molden. That it's good for this question. Yeah. What's his role on the team? Do you think, think it is a defined role or do you think he is kind of like a Tyrone Mathal, honey badger freelancing I can do it all kind of guy I, I kind of think that's where he is and in frankly that you know he's not a whole lot different from Amani Hooker um, Amani Hooker has a different physical profile like he's a bigger player I, th- I think he was a faster player testing wise but Monty Hooker, when he arrived with the Titans, had that same background. He played safety. He had played a lot of slot corner. He was really good at slot corner. Um, and, and Molden has that same profile from a positional standpoint. So I think we're going to see a similar transition of Molden into the pros. You know, I, I think it's a, it's a non-zero chance that he ends up beating out you know, Christian Fulton for that slot corner spot. Um, and who knows Fulton may end up on the outside and maybe, you know, Jack rabbit or Farley's the odd man out. I, you know, I'd, I'd be surprised if Farley's healthy that if he's not on the field, but there's some combination of, of corners that are going to end up with those top three. And I think Molden's going to factor into that. Um, but if things go the way that you would probably expect them to, which would be uh, Farley, Jack Rabbit outside Fulton in the slot. I, you know, the Titans still play a ton of that three safety look. And I think you could see Molden use in that role. Uh, maybe he leapfrogs Dane Crookshank for that spot. Cause again, Crookshank's another guy safety, but had corner slot corner experience in college. This is kind of a, a, a type for the Titans here in the last few drafts. Uh, and they've got a lot of guys with that slot corner safety versatility. And I think Molden's going to go right in and compete for like, you know, probably a 40%, like Amani Hooker, I think played around 40% of defensive snaps last year. So it's probably in that, that realm where you could see Molden playing like a third of the snaps or something like that in, in 2021. Uh, let me say this. For, for his size, he plays above his weight class. He's a physical defensive yeah. back. And he's one of the best tacklers at, at the defensive back position in this entire draft. And that's another thing that shouldn't go unnoticed. And, but on top of that, he has great, fantastic instincts. His instincts and his nose for the ball and his technical prowess is really outstanding. You're talking about a guy that went pick 100 that a lot of people had pegged that could sneak into the first round, but was at least a surefire second rounder. Now, we've already talked about who he probably pushed down the depth chart. Obviously, Kevin Johnson is going to get pushed down a little bit. Chris Jackson, Dane Crookshank. All these instincts, all this physical physicality from him, his, his soundness and technique, 
Will that be able to hide his lack of NFL athleticism? If as long as you're in the right place in the right spot and you're doing your job, will that be enough to overcome? Because the slot, you, you're going to have to be physical in the slot, obviously, to get these guys off the route because they are lighter guys. Typically, they are faster guys, so you want to slow them down because he doesn't have the athleticism to keep up with them. Will all that, will where he excels hide that NFL athleticism, the lack of it? Yeah, I, I think it will. Because, I mean, if you look at – I mean, and Tyron Matthews is obviously a, a good comp for him because similar size, 5'9", 186. I think uh, Molden's actually slightly taller. Yeah, he's um, like 5'10 and 190, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's about right. So, and, and then Matt, Matthew coming out of college ran 4'5", um, and Molden was in the 4'5". So, I think they're similar athletically. But, but Matthew has been so good because – He's tough. He's, you know, a gamer. He no, he has impeccable instincts. He's a playmaker. Those are all the same things you can say about Elijah Molden. And he's got that similar feisty, fiery type of attitude that, that Matthew has that I think elevates his game. And, and to me, you know, saying he's going to become Tyron Matthew is probably uh, a little ambitious, um, you know, Tyron Matthew was one of the best playmakers at LSU in the country and, and was, you know, a guy that everyone, you know, was a house household name coming out of college. Molden isn't probably quite that. Although I think part of that is the fact that he played in the pac 12 and, and played after most people went to sleep most nights. So, um, but Molden made a ton of plays on the ball. He was highly productive. Um, I just, I, I think there's something there and it would just, it would shock me if he turned out to be a total bust. I, I think you're going to get a guy that's going to be here for at least four years. Um, going to be playing football, going to be playing on special teams, going to be doing a lot of stuff for you. Um, but has some upside to become, you know, something in that, that Tyron Matthew, uh, you know, Buddha Baker type realm of, of outcomes. I, I think there, there is that upside there for Elijah Molden. Yeah, it's this has turned into one of the worst cornerback rooms in 2020 into uh, technically one of the best in the league on paper right now. I mean, you got to think Jack Rabbit, it, to me, was going to be a solid number one if that was your number one corner. But now yeah. he's probably a, technically a number two and Caleb Farley's your number one. Then you have Christian Fulton and Elijah Molden, who both are physical wide receiver or physical cornerbacks in the slot. And then you got, you know, uh, below them, Breon Borders and Kevin Johnson, who you hope never see the field, but are that can provide relief in some form or fashion. This has turned into a really great defensive back room that you got to hope that just turns out like everybody wants. Yeah, and let me say this. I, I know we have we have kind of uh, crapped on uh, Kevin Johnson, but Kevin Johnson is your fifth cornerback is tremendous uh, for your room because, you know, I don't think he's a very good player, but he was a, a, a you know slot corner that was playing a lot of snaps for playoff teams the last two years. So um, it is not it is not like he's completely incapable. But now you're, you you know he's maybe your fifth guy in the room. That's tremendous, um, and, and there's going to be a lot of competition there. And I mean, we shouldn't probably. I would say we probably shouldn't completely write him off because of his experience and everything. And this is a pretty inexperienced group now, but man, are they talented? And and if, if you get competition in camp and you know, the best, best three guys are going to come out of, out of it. 
Right. Yeah. If the NFLPA allows camp to go on, uh, you know, but if you get the, those five, six guys into the mix and Hey, you know, best, best three coming out of here with jobs. I think that's a great situation for the Titans. Cause you're going to get competition. You're going to make guys better. And, uh, and you're going to have a lot of depth when it comes down to it. Cause you know, you're not going to get 16 or well, 17 now games out of, uh, out of all of these guys. Um, so you're, some of these guys are going to have to play and, and the Titans have guys now that you're not going to feel terrible about when, when they have to go in and, and Hey, no more Jonathan Joseph's on the field. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's do our, our podcast, uh, little stat prediction here over under 4.5 tackles for loss and 1.5 interceptions. I'm going to go under on the tackles for loss over on the interceptions. Ooh, I like that. So you think that he'll at least tie the, I mean, it's probably due to targets. I'm assuming of people targeting him, but you, he'll at least tie or have more interceptions than Caleb Parley. Yeah. I, I, I think he's that kind of playmaker. I think he's, he's a guy that is, if you get him on the field, he's going to make plays and, and his instincts are going to lead to turnovers. Okay, that will do it for the Elijah Molden Draft Profile Pod, sponsored by Football and Other F-Words. My name is Zach Lyons. You can follow me on Twitter at F-Words Pod. That's Mike Miracles. You can follow him. Well, he's Mike Kernan, but you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Miracles. This has been the Draft Profile Pod of Elijah Molden. You have just been mini F. Broadway Sports Media Production.